0: Hey guys, welcome to Life in Perspective. It's season three and you know we are talking defining moments. But I could not have this conversation without my friends who are actually my family. And today I got my good sis, the Gia Peppers. Whoa. Thee Whoa, the is a lot. The is, is what it is. A period. Right? The is what it okay. is. Okay, i receive what it. it. If you say it, then I'll receive it. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so happy that you are here. I'm We're so finally doing this. Finally? You know, because Gia be on a tour. I be on a pretend tour. And we just never in LA at the same time. And today we are. And on today? We on today, are. We Amen. Are. The Lord made a way. Hello. Won't he Y'all, do it? Listen, won't he will? Hmm? Won't he will? Okay. <laughs> Y'all, he I met silly. Gia. In a green room, eating food, Amen. some good food. Sounds about like- at Woman Evolve. Amen. Like two years ago. But it was like just connected at first sight. Yeah. It was like we had been knowing each other. It was crazy. You it just was backstage like so. How you been? Right. It's like, like, what's happening? Right. And Gia was, like, on a panel at Woman Evolved that I had done the year before, virtually. So it was cool. It was kind of like, we don't know how we got here,
1: but we here. Yes. And we thank the Lord that we are. And I was freaking out because I was like, now, the panel at first had, like, other preachers, yeah, and I was like, I am not a preacher. I am a journalist and an on-air talent, and I love the Lord. Yeah, you see, but say like, what? Be- they said, what was what it, hegemonics? What, when you study the oh, har- harmon, harmonet? Mm, see, mm, mm, and that's the mm, homiletics, homiletics. Mm, I want to say, we going... Mm, we gonna y'all, le- y'all, let us know. She ain't not go to theology school. And that's we, can, I'm say say that, we can say that, somebody has said that word. <laughs> I said now. Harmonetics or something. What is that? Jacking it up. And who said, and huh, it's not just the Bible. <laughs> I heard the word, text, scripture, passages, all the things. <laughs> that's what I was like. I think about it. My, and then Sarah and, and PT was like, no, we need you here exactly yeah. as you are. And then you gave me a great pep talk. and was like, just be yourself. For real. Like at the end of the day. And then my little sister ended up, Gretchen on the panel up, too. Dr. Peppers ended up on the panel because one of the pastors had to leave. On, Cause Listen. things was running behind. And that's Listen. just how it goes.
0: The Lord, the Lord be knowing exactly what but do you feel like your life has been that like these Mm. kind of moments where you step into spaces that are like how did I get here Mm. but I'm here
1: yes and no okay I think a lot of my life is what I dreamed up when I was a little girl Mm. in my room like thinking about what I wanted to be, journaling, yeah. practicing my signature, like knowing that I know that I wanted to be in entertainment. I knew that I loved music. I love uh pop culture. I loved all the things. And I grew up singing, dancing, and acting. So I knew if I wasn't gonna be, you know, a hundred percent a a talent at first, that eventually I would work in the space of entertainment. And it just worked out where like because my mother would not pay for a college degree for me to act, sing, and dance, she was like, Get you a, a real degree. You're not going to do so that. you're going to do something. She said, You seen Cheryl Lee Ralph in the Sister Act Two? The. <laughs> She said, there's a lot of shoulda, coulda, wouldas out there, out on, there. The on the street. The choir <laughs> is out. That's what she <laughs> said. I used to watch that thing like, i feel. Be your own bro. And anyway. in the competition is out. Out. Okay. <laughs> now look at Cheryl talking about, if you have a dream. Right. <laughs> right follow it. Follow <laughs> it. Don't let that.
0: nobody tell you, no, So you didn't have the same respect for, that's for not what, Lauren.
1: That's not what Lauren had said. <laughs> but no, either way, my mother was giving very much that. Yeah, yeah. And so I um, grew up loving writing and storytelling. And I was like, well, I, I, could, I could be a journalist. <laughs> and I fell in love with journalism and broadcast television. So it all worked out. But yeah, I definitely think it was half sweat, tears, and just God hearing my secret prayers. Yeah, Like, we don't, we don't really talk about how much God be like, you, all that other stuff you really ain't. You know, mm-hmm. really but I I know you really meant yeah. that one because you only asked me one. For sure.
0: Or the stuff you never utter.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. I found myself in dreams that I've never said out loud because like be. I didn't feel like they could ever happen. So I wouldn't even give it effort to say it. Talk about it. And then I'll step into something and I'm like, dang, God, you you? Wow. Did you heard what I didn't even say. Because he's that kind of God. Amen. It's so crazy. So, man, first of all, I understand the life of a journalist because I went to school for Mass Comm broadcasting. Then when I got to grad school, I was like, I'm not going to be um, dragging no camera down the street in the snow time, setting it up on my own. I wasn't built for this. I went to grad school in Syracuse and they didn't they didn't stop school because of snow. No. I said, actually, I'm going to head out and I'm going to work behind the camera because yes. the camera's already set up. Uh-huh.
1: And who said you had to be there, Listen. but you know that that one man band life will Ooh. get you all the way together and when'd you graduate uh 2014 from
0: grad school okay
1: so i think you're we're 32 yep yep. okay same age yeah yeah all those i did not go to grad school because my my dad's a journalist okay i grew up watching him in the newsroom like all the my dad is the reason why i know his 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 words to me as a two-month-old is how i know god has a bigger plan Mm. like we were uh i was just born just out, new in the world. And uh, my dad was so excited to have, you know, his first child. He brought me to the newsroom, I think on his, like, one of his first months back. And he was telling everybody that, you know, I'm going to be a rock journalist. And when mm-hmm. we got home, he was retelling my mom. And my dad has had the big cameras back in the day, like Ooh, the VHS, like the, the, huge, the big ones the all the ones. time. And he was just like... Looking around and looking at me as, as, like, a two-month-old baby. And he was like, yeah. I told... Uh, Gia went in the newsroom today and told everybody she would be a broadcaster. journalist." A wow. and, and I found that video 30 years later, like, mm-hmm. to the day, on a moment where I was like, you know, I'm going to throw in the towel. Mm-hmm. Thanks, God. I see it's not really working out. So maybe you want me to move another direction. I'm just tired. I'm over it. I'm giving yeah. up. One of the many times that I've yeah. tried to throw in the towel. And God's been like, no. Um, and so... I say all that to say that was quite literally the evidence of God having a plan that's bigger than you. Because my dad was joking. Like, yeah, yeah. Was like, yeah, she's going to be a broadcaster. Yeah. Of course she is. For sure.
0: No, I love what you're saying, though, because it gives this, like, practical picture of what life is like when our Father God says something about us. Amen. Like... With confidence, like, no, baby girl, this is who you are. Mm -hmm. And to say it at our infant stage, it's like Jeremiah tells us, like, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew knew you. you. So there is a plan he already had. He said it, and it'll come to pass. Even if we don't take it serious, even if we take some missteps, what God says about us is true. And I love that you're like, my daddy said this, and this is who I am. And we can take that too. Hey, there's a whole book full of scriptures and promises of what God has said about me. And I'd be like, my daddy said this about me. And I'm that's that's who I am. Amen. No, I love that. Okay, so journalism, entertainment. We're talking about defining moments in this season, yes. and that those are just the moments that are not our most favorite moments to walk through. But when we take Ooh. a step back, we go without that. I wouldn't be where I am today. What mm. comes to mind
1: when you hear that? I think um, my defining moments. I think if we go like chapter by chapter. Being the oldest in my mm-hmm. family, uh, the oldest child has definitely been my defining character trait, meaning that I'm always aware that people are watching me, mm-hmm. that I'm always aware that like what I do matters to the people coming behind me. Uh, on the good side, on the flip side, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. It's a lot of perfectionism. It's a lot of things that make you also feel somewhat overlooked and forgotten sometimes mm-hmm. where you're like... Well, no one really, you know, cares anymore. So let me just stay over here in my corner because yeah. you learn to realize that like your parents have to pay attention to other people whether you want them to or not. <laughs> yeah, and it's like funny, it's but like, when you're are, a child, you like, don't. Understand there are others it. for you're sure. You're like, who said it? These are my parents. <laughs> like, I was my here mother first. told me that I said both times because I'm the oldest uh, brother and a sister. My, <laughs> you know, Gretchen, but Gavin as well. Both times you could take them back to the house. <laughs> I was done. <laughs> we said, don't want no, them here. No, do- Thank you so much for allowing this in our home, but I'm done. And-, <laughs> and my mother was like, you were not ready. I was like, no, I didn't ask. I wasn't the, sim- I wasn't the child that asked for sim- <laughs> something. So, yeah, they're like, oh, I want a I sister. Want a- I wasn't there. I was don't. fine. But at the end of the day, my brother and my sister are my best friends in this mm-hmm. entire world. And I know for a fact, God put them, we are put on this earth to help each other get through this life. Yeah. And I would be... Nowhere near as sane as I am without our talks, our sibling talks, our laughs, my sister pulling up with me to events, like quite literally. So I think being the oldest is my defining character trait in good and bad ways. And I think the defining moment in my career where I knew I really wanted it was uh, when I was working for the Wizards as an in-arena host in D.C. And then still working for Essence as an associate editor for EssenceFest.com and Blame Ebro as um, the 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 maid. managing editor of Ebro Darden, who is Apple One, you know, Apple Music, Hot 97. Hot 97. Oh Oh, man, Ebro, (laughs) uh, for his personal uh, website at the time. And so, what ended up happening was I auditioned for the Wizards, like, spot when I graduated, like I want to say, like two, maybe two years out of uh, of okay. Rutgers, and so I graduated in 2012. And you know, during that time it was a recession. Yeah, wasn't giving no jobs. No jobs. Uh, <laughs> the advertising industry was booming because everything was changing, but like journalism hadn't caught up with digital yeah. yet. Like it was just there it was, was like so a transition
0: much. happening. Because I, I was for sure working at H H&M. and Two talk degrees, about- H H&M. and about- it. And H&M. so if you don't have a job today, it's all right. You it's can, all right. You, gonna you never know. You never know. But I, I was at HM Hello. with a manager saying, Why do you work here? I said, I'm asking myself the same thing.
1: I have so many bills. <laughs> <laughs> I would love not They're to They're not gonna pay themselves. <laughs> Sally Mae doesn't care. She, she don't she's care. Like, <laughs> she's like, But you got a degree though. Okay, give me three hundred thousand uh, dollars. but no, I definitely um when I was working there, I was like, Okay, so I what, what so what came first was I say Essence Fest. I don't remember. But long story short, I have did the same thing, but not H H&M. I worked as a um, overnight per DM desk associate at CBS mm-hmm. Radio News. That was my first yeah. gig in the industry. Uh, from after getting to meet all of those people at the NABJ Career Fair. Mm-hmm. Come know, on, NABJ. Of
0: black you a we black journalist, and you they ain't been to NABJ. Listen, Me. they will.
1: They will get you together. They will get you together. They, you need to go. Um. But long story short, uh, met a woman there. Her name was Linda Coombe. Shout out to you, Linda, if you're still watching. And she was like, you can do this job. It's not glamorous. I know you want to be on air. But mm-hmm. what we need is people to yeah. watch man the phones. Essentially, you man the phones. You get all the local news stories. You watch the wire for any breaking news. And at that time, there was literally social media was so new. Yeah. We were tweeting at the top of every hour. Like so, like there was no such thing as a social media editor. No, like a managing social. Please, they said, what is that? What is that? <laughs> you put, put, put a little tweet out there. Like it was new. It was still new. So like newsrooms news was just having yeah, like what people to do right. And so I did all that. And I, what I would do, I worked from eleven p.m. to 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. So I was working overnight and I said to myself, if I can do this, I can do anything. For sure. Because I was 24. I was supposed to be in the street. Right. I was supposed to be at a club. Not, at that time. no nope. answering phones looking for breaking news. As soon as the party got popping, <laughs> I was like, I got to go to work well, y'all. <laughs> Let me change into at the bathroom before I walk in like <laughs> because that's what my life was. But from then I really started to trust myself and my my ambition in this space yeah. because entertainment journalism is Essentially, the same type of career journey as it is to be like a rapper or singer. Mm-hmm. Right place, right time to be a television yeah. host, journalist, all the things. So I knew at, at least if I had a job I'm in the in in the space in some space, yep. BT was at the top of that building. Yeah. So I used to. Some of my friends worked there, so I used to just go up like when I had those regular day mm-hmm. shifts and be like. Who's gonna let me have a show? <laughs> who, wants, who wants to let me work? And it would be years of that until finally they let me. They let me do stuff with BT breaks. But long story short, during that 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 was the first defining moment, and then the second one was balancing living between DC and New York, juggling the Wizards job and Essence Fest mm-hmm. and Blame Ebro. And so mm-hmm. essentially, what I would do was, um, I would get up in the morning at like eight a.m. I mean, no, get to the office at 8 a.m., wake up at like 6 a.m., get to the office by 8 a.m., have my little bag with me, take the train or bus to D.C. and get there mm-hmm. by like 4 or 4.30. I would leave at like 12 o'clock, so I would do the half day in either Ebro's office or, you know, Essence Fest, depending on which one needed me the most. I would get on the train, bus, get there at 4.30. Five o'clock, you know, get to the arena, do my hair, makeup, have dinner, do all the things, have a pre-production meeting, then start our pre-show at 6:15. We would work yeah. till like 9:30, 9:40. My mom is a basketball fan, so she would usually be there either at the game or outside, <laughs> ready to take me home, back to Maryland. And uh my dad would help me wake up at like 4 a.m. I would get back up on the get back on the 4:25 a.m. train to be back in New York at like 7:45 a.m., back at my desk by like 8:30 a.m. as if it never happened. Wow. And I did that for four seasons. And so essentially, um, I learned then, I did that for two seasons because Essence Fest didn't last that long. That was actually my last time, my last full <laughs> desk job, yeah, like yeah. for real, because I was like, oh, no, we're <laughs> doing way too much work <laughs> for like $7. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, though. <laughs> I'm not. And so what I did learn then was I really wanted it. And yeah. I prayed to God when I Found out that I got the Wizards positions because the city had to vote you in. When I I was just like, God, I'm not, I'm not giving up these iconic brands in New York, Mm -hmm. and I'm not giving up the job for the Wizards. So help me find a way to make this work Mm -hmm. so I can. Be in both places because both things are very, very, very vital to my growth in this space. I get to be a host in D.C. Mm -hmm. And then I get to work as, you know, a a managing editor and an associate editor at two of the most iconic brands for hip-hop and (laughs) black culture ever. Mm -hmm. And so God said, hey, you you just got to hustle. Yeah, You ain't going to sleep as as much as you'd like. No, you're
0: not going to (laughs) sleep. But you're going to kill it. Yeah, yeah. No, he wasn't wrong. I love, like your story because there are so many people that like are listeners here that have dreams and what i hear is like it it's work it's work and sometimes when you are a believer mm-hmm. you think that faith just gonna get you there and it will help it'll, you it'll help. endure the work the <laughs> like, work you know what i'm saying like faith without works is dead, it's dead. and you gotta do work and so i think that's like what I'm pulling from it is like, yeah, God is included in this journey, mm-hmm. but this journey also makes what you live right now so much more worth it. Cause you like, man, God, you gave me the strength and the ability to do all of that, to endure the back and forth, to endure the the grind. Yes. Um, But God's even in that as well. Yeah. Cause it built you to be able to stand in this. Amen. So how impactful has your faith been in your journey? Like in... What does it look like to now start including that more in, cuz we we're seeing a lot of intersecting of faith and culture. I
1: see it everywhere and I'm mm. like, okay, y'all better come to the Listen. to the, to, the, to the winning team. I just like <laughs> to the winning team. To the winning side no, for real. Not but for real though. And so as
0: a believer who are who's kind of like in spaces that are not identified as yes. faith spaces, what does it look like to kind of merge the two and do you feel a sense of responsibility mm. now that we're starting to see this intersection?
1: I do feel more responsibility because I'm like one we, for so long, used to be afraid to be our full selves in spaces that were faith-based mm-hmm. um, in church. Growing mm-hmm. up, we all know the rules was yeah. real. You couldn't <laughs> come, sh- come as you are. No. You better get your dress <laughs> on and stop to shin and better not be too Listen, short. You
0: better be below but- the knees. Mm-hmm.
1: don't act up. <laughs> and now we have spaces where they encourage being your full self and they mean it. Like, yeah, yeah. they actually, like, no, not for real. You good. Rip jeans are fine. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, like, we could we could yeah. wear these to church. My mom and them still trying to catch up because they hate it.
0: Would you stop preaching with your knees out? <laughs> Child, they gonna be out. They are gonna be out. <laughs> knees? <laughs> they okay.
1: The, the Lord gave out. me these knees. Okay. all right. And
0: I pray on them and you can see them.
1: <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. No, but I, um... I definitely love to see the intersection. I love to see how people are utilizing their platforms to bring people closer to God. Mm-hmm. As long as the point is, you get you get closer to God, right? Like, sometimes people get so caught up in the person, they forget the message. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing that scares me about people who have been platformed, um, who are new to faith, is like, as long as you're not utilizing it for your benefit for sure because we Cause know it, it's
0: real easy for sure to... we will capitalize off anything we can and now that and faith is yeah. trending and i was just about to say that faith is trending and i think too my fear with that is like people who are new to their faith becoming the standard That's of faith and then it's like you 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 are two days old in this relationship it's with so, jesus it's
1: also cute in the beginning
0: it is it's so cute. i love that but and you got all the zeal and I, but I don't want you to also be leading people astray because because cause, cause a life of faith is is just one. You know what I'm saying? It 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 is. There's a lot of into it, and it ain't just this moment that you feel right now. It's hard yeah. unless you
1: have literally. I have literally tried to square up with God so often, many times. Often, I'm like, nah, pull up, because what you said was, <laughs> <laughs> and what you had said was, like, pull up. And then when yeah. I was done with my anger, because God is big enough to to handle yeah, it, can handle it. I would be like, all right, my bad. But for real, I'm sad. I'm hurt. No, for like, sure. What's going on? You yeah. know, until you have been through some storms and then still came out on the other side. Like, yeah, but God had me, yeah. and, and he's God still was good. with me, and He was still good. Yeah. He was still listening, and He never left my side. And I believe that, and I know that, and I stand on that. It it, it just I just want to make sure that. There's we balance are, to the conversation, and we are using we are using it with responsibility, and the responsibility is to allow people to have their own experiences in faith. And I think even if it's new and it's beautiful, that's great. But like you said, as long as we are still listening to God's voice and yeah. not just the voice of somebody that we yeah. really like and admire, that you know might For be sure. talking about God. Like yeah. you, you can lo- love a show that's about God. You can love a pastor. You can love anything, right? But. Your relationship with God is your own no yeah, matter what. For sure.
0: you And, and you're going to have to give an account for your relationship. Because when Jesus comes back, yes. you can't stand before him and be like, well, Gia has said this one time on her podcast. So, you know, it, that ain't going to work. And so that is true. That's why I'm always saying, like, love that you like my stuff. Yes. But did you meet Jesus? Hello. And did you read your Bible? Because if you didn't, I felt here and we got to start over again because that's what this is about. Mm. This is so that you be like, oh, I love this little conversation they had we go sit down and talk to Jesus. i right. me him on my own. Mm. <laughs> All right. Last question before we wrap up is what has your relationship with Jesus taught you about yourself?
1: Ooh, wee. <laughs> Child, my relationship with Jesus has taught me that there is grace and there is mercy and there is love for me within me. Next to me, above me, around me at all times, Mm -hmm. that I am never alone, that I have never, ever done anything alone, no matter how much my human emotions might make me feel that way or even my mind trick me into believing that I am alone because- because there might not be you know, a significant other yet or anything, coming to new spaces can be lonely. Like L.A. Mm-hmm. without my sister, I'd be like, uh-uh, Ooh, <laughs> Ooh, I'm ready to go. This is <laughs> not it, Lord. I think you lied. Like, I don't know, but no. I know he's not a liar. I know he's a promise keeper, but sometimes I love that Jesus came down here because he knows my emotions. Mm-hmm. He understands it. He yeah. empathizes. And He's like, Yo, come on, baby, come on and pray. Mm-hmm. I know that I always have space to be my full self, and that could be ugly, and that could be beautiful, and that could mm-hmm. be saved, and that could be ratchet, and that could be a mess, and that could be the the greatest version of me ever. But Jesus loves me through it all. Yeah. God loves me through it all, and that is my favorite part about it. It's taught me how to love myself more. Mm-hmm. Jesus, my my biggest prayer now is that God shows me who I am in His eyes, mm. because sometimes. We get so distracted by this world. I worry about our generation so much, especially the millennials. Like, I don't know what Gen Z is going to be like. I I worry more for them because I'm like, y'all got it even worse. Like, we we came up without phones. Mm-hmm. We were the last generation to be like, nah, I remember Dyla. Yeah, I ain't never. Sure. My first cell phone was like. The Nokia. Brick. Nokia. So we
0: were playing Snake. <laughs>
1: Child, we had to text four letters just to get the, to, the one, to the one, to the one we wanted. We had, to, we had to build this. We built this thing on our backs. OK, but like at the end of the day, I worry because never has a generation lived in this much proximity to someone else and thousands of people with the click of a. App. Yeah. Like literally at your fingertips yeah. we have access to hundreds of thousands of people's lives, journeys, wins, all the things. And I always wonder dreams. Mm-hmm. And I always wonder like, okay, how are we going to make sure that we are always keeping self and God in yeah. the in the in the forefront when there's so much noise? Yeah. And so my biggest thing is like without all the noise, without the titles, without anything, God, who am I to you? Because you keep giving me these things. So I must be supposed to be doing something with it. And sometimes I don't always Always see myself how you see me. And so I want to know, who am I? And so that's my prayer for myself right now. That's the journey I'm on in my faith. There's different parts to faith and journeying. But sometimes you just need God to be like, all right, mm-hmm. we struggling here right now. You show me what's up. Yeah. And I know God will answer. Now, I don't know when, yeah, but I know he will.
0: No, that's, Gio, what you're saying is so key. It almost brings us back to the story with your dad where he says, "G is going to be this. Yes. And I think that is such a lost value in understanding my identity apart from what I do, mm. apart from who people see me as, mm. apart from what I call myself. What does God say about me? Because that's the only thing that's going to stand. Yep. Titles going to fade. Jobs change. Positions change. How your followers up today. Tomorrow, Instagram mm-hmm. can snatch them all back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Instagram like, could be down. They, you Because know, <laughs> we stress out when <laughs> Instagram not, is down. Oh my God. Like, it's like the world. Jesus, are you on your way back Instagram is not <laughs> <laughs> this is the last days listen yeah. but all of that all of those things will fade away but there is the consistency of who god is yes. and what he thinks about you what he says about you is the only for sure thing yes. and that is and i love that to be a person who has experienced a level of success is saying behind all of this apart from all of this god who do you say that i right. am and that is what I want to tap into. Yeah. And then out of that flows more success because then he can trust you with more things because you recognize that you ain't there for yourself. You're exactly. there because there's a mission and a purpose for why he created you. And that's what you want to be aligned with. Yes. Amen. You, yeah,
1: I like the way you said
0: it. <laughs> Y'all, I like that. It's so good. <laughs> if you don't mind praying. Yes, for, please. Yeah, like, um, and I would, I'm going to give you two things to pray for. I think. Um,
1: let me get my praying.
0: sometimes the journey towards our dreams can be a difficult one. Yeah. So for people who feel like throwing in the towel, giving it giving up, I know I've I've experienced that in the last couple of months where I'm like, you can actually have all of this and I'm gonna head out. I'm out. I'm good. Yeah. And so I think like being able to endure yeah. the season or the journey or the grind. And then also the identity thing too, because yeah. I think that's huge mm-hmm. because I think sometimes we give up because we like, I don't think this is for me. Yeah. Or, you sure about this? Or, when I don't have the opportunities, is my life still worth living? Mm. Mm.
1: Alright. Okay, Lord. <laughs> Alright, let us bow our heads. Father, thank you so much for this beautiful conversation. Thank you so much for my sister, Brenda. Thank you so much for the teams that are here. and God, thank you for the time to make this possible. Your children, are in need of a mirror we need a huge mirror to show us who we are in this world because there's a huge effort to make us forget father day by day let us draw near to you because we know that in you we can find all things including the mental fortitude to take a step forward even when we feel like taking 10 back father let us remember that your promises are real That your life, the the life that you gave was so we could live and live more abundantly. Father, let us remember that you have already worked out all things for our good, whether we want to hear it or know it. We know that at the end of the day, you have already gone ahead of us to make these crooked paths that we are walking straight. So, Father, even when we feel like giving up, even when we feel like we're on the ropes and life has us and we are about to tap out, Father please let us remember that we will not give up because you will not give up on us. You have never forsaken us and you never will. That's from our dreams. That's from our singleness. That's from loneliness. Yeah. That's from feeling like we are in creative blocks. That's from feeling like we are overlooked. That's from feeling like the opportunities are just not coming. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you remove all fear, all anxiety, all doubt, all, all of the parts of us that don't reflect who you are, because we know that you are, are in within us because greater is you amen <laughs> greater is he that is in me than mm-hmm. he that is in the world let us always tap in to the fact that you are within us Holy Spirit guide us Jesus be with us because this is a very tough time we are living in and we don't want to shy away from that we want to get stronger in you so even through our enduring even through trials even through every little thing father let us turn to you and let mm-hmm. us remember all that you are calling us to be in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Yo,
0: this is what I need you to do. First, I hope something was said today that helped put your life in perspective.
1: Now I need you to go tap in with Gia. Like tell them where they could find you. Yes, okay, at Gia Peppers on all socials, um, and uh, Gia Peppers, there's a GiaPeppers.com as well. You can sign up for a newsletter if you want. She Hang got a podcast. I do have a podcast called More Than That with Gia Peppers, <laughs> and then I also do a whole bunch of other things, and I have a show with Amazon Music called r&b rotation radio and dj mo so if you like the music you know what i'm saying you like a little Listen, r&b we got you it's yeah. all the things she's gonna be on all the
0: screens very soon amen all right? all right she's gonna be on all the screens and i'm proud to say she's my friend period <laughs> all right now i need you to go like share and subscribe to this channel you guys know we are back every single week this is life in perspective we out